Mackenzie Bigliazzi here with me today to talk about some fun things. Hi, Mackenzie. Hello. 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 Thanks for having me. Yes, Mackenzie's in my little office upstairs in my house. It's a little dirty in here, but that's fine. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I have like hats and styled shoot stuff all over the place. Oh my gosh. Um... So yeah, I definitely didn't make a list of anything to talk about before jumping on here, but Mackenzie does amazing um, business educating and wedding photography and all these things. So I want her to just tell you about all the fun things that she does to start. Oh my gosh. Okay. So um, I recently moved to Colorado from Illinois. So I went through this whole like transition from Midwest weddings to Western weddings, and they're very different. So different. They're also love the Midwest. Different. Shout out to the Midwest because yes. I'm from Michigan. Yes, Midwest is best, but Colorado Midwest is even is better, best. honestly. <laughs> I like that. Midwest is best. Oh my gosh, that's great. Um, but yeah, I do a lot of uh, business education. I come from a photography background, so I have a bachelor's in photography, which if you're listening and you don't have a degree, it does not matter. Like, it does not matter. That's awesome. I didn't um, know that. I was pressured into it. I came from a family that was like, you're going to college. And I'm like, okay. And then I sure. freaking, I started out college wanting to be a psychologist. Um, Doesn't everyone? Yes. Everyone wants to be psychology. I fell in love with it, um, but I could not pass chemistry. I took it three times. Okay. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm also a college dropout. And I'm a and, beauty school dropout, too, if, we're, if hey, we really want to go there. So. Hey, you got to fail to get anywhere, honestly. Yes. So yes. I was kind of pressured into a degree, and I was like, okay, I'll go to photography. And my family was like, great, you're getting a degree, great job. But once I got to the end Proud of the of art you. degree, yeah, art art, um, art school does not teach you any business stuff. It's just like make good art, um, rub shoulders with all these important people in the museum, and you'll get there. Huh. And, I mean, honestly, it depends on the school you went to. Um, sure. But I went to a school that was very heavy in conceptual ideas. So I had this, like, crisis, and I applied to grad school. I did not want to go to school anymore, but I applied to grad school. I freaking got in. They oh paid gosh. for my degree. Yeah. And I was like, crap, I can't. Well, now like, I have to go. Yeah, I can't like not go. They're offering to pay for this for oh me. My God. So then I went on to get a master's in education. So I was like, okay, how can I combine these two degrees to give back to this huge photography community? So now I teach business. <laughs> but that's amazing. And also it's kind of shocking that you would go to art school, but they wouldn't <laughs> offer any kind of like, because I mean, art art is just like paintings people mm -hmm. that are just so creative and doing that but how do you I mean I feel like there's such a void with how to do your passion that's artistic and then make a ton of money from yes, still doing it. Like exactly. How, I feel like oh cool I made this dope painting but what do I do with it yeah I uh, yeah. hope I post to Facebook and somebody wants it yeah. like that yeah I came I mean I will say disclaim that that like school all schools are different but the school I went to was very conceptual based and was teaching you how to get in the museum and then most people okay. went on to be college professors, which isn't a bad thing. I was a college professor for a while. Like, it works, but it's not what we wanted to do, you know? Like, you're right. not teaching us these business skills to sell. Right. And that's important. Everybody can be in this, like, no matter what passion they're in, you know? They can be like, oh, I don't do it for the money. It's like, oh, bitch, don't you want to pay your rent with I you? know. <laughs> I know. It's like you do, you do what you love, and that's great. But yeah. also, everyone has bills. Yeah. Every, everyone has something that they need to, like, I don't yes. know, my kids are in school. I have to pay for that. And yes. it's just, I don't know. Yeah. No, exactly. you need to make money from it. Well, that, and that's exactly. amazing, and I love it. And you have that the course, Cultivate. Cultivate, yeah. For all creatives yes. to learn business. Yes, yes. It's heavily, heavily focused on creative entrepreneurship, um, not so much like 
I don't know, like corporate corporate type sales. Um, it's more focused in like, okay, you're a creative. You have this creative mind, this messy mind. We all can relate to this. Hot mess. Yes, yes. <laughs> we don't think in like salesmen. Like we we actually give a shit about our clients being in the passion that we're in. We're in this for a reason. So we our um, education is kind of geared towards that brain. Yes. And I love for those of you who already follow Mackenzie, like me, and she's been she's been doing um, Instagram bio fixes for people, like yeah. ways to get just more recognition in the way that you should be for what you do, like yeah. what what words to use, what words to not use, or like keywords and stuff like that. So you should everyone should definitely check that out if you haven't done that already. Because I also do, well, I stalk you obviously. So I was looking through her stories and I was like, well, shit, I gotta change That's my so stuff too. Funny. And I got so many more followers within a few days Good. just from keywords and Good. just I don't know cha- changing the way I worded things. I guess I didn't really That's I awesome. didn't change a ton, but just the specific words I think yeah. that you use. It matters. Really yeah, absolutely matters. And like even though I stopped going to school for psychology because I couldn't pass fucking chemistry um <laughs> that psychology no, side fine. of me that the interest I had in it stuck with me and there's so yes. much psychology behind sales and just oh like gosh. something as minuscule as maybe like your Instagram bio there's so much psychology behind it and it's just like it's crazy once you start paying attention to these things because there's so many facets of psychology behind how to get yourself going. I know, and I feel like it, even if it's not even just for like the followers, like a lot of people, creative specifically, get a lot of business through Instagram. Yeah, like just, I, you know, photographers and. I mean, I, I don't know that I necessarily book through Instagram, but I definitely have clients like follow me that are interested mm-hmm. to just see work and examples and content and stuff. So yeah. I think it's it's such a a salesy outlet that you could have if you use it right mm-hmm. yes oh my gosh and you have an instagram course a yes. course that teaches you how to properly yeah. use instagram i do for everyone just, <laughs> just saying that everyone do it i do um you were you were, i am yeah. okay so yeah, i paid for it did yeah. couldn't come to the live one because i actually had my best friend flying into town that but i have it yeah mm-hmm. so i have it that i can go through and yes for everyone if you're not there for the live course there's like recorded so you can do it and follow it and read all the stuff um <laughs> But yeah, oh my gosh, so much knowledge and just things that you don't think about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really like so, so yeah. many things. Yeah. It's uh, stuff that people don't talk about either. Like I'm so annoyed by like education being trendy because there's so much stuff. It's like, oh yes, fluff, 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 fluff. And I'm like, no, I'm going to create my own courses so people come to me and they're like, damn, that shit's good. I know. What's that one movie? Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yes. <laughs> I forget what movie that is, but yes. but you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. No, it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. And I think it's just if you're gonna well, and I, you know, so many people. So I know there's a lot of brides that listen to this too, uh, mine and just others. But like anything that you do, whether you're creative or not, I think just knowing how to market yourself and do what mm-hmm. you need to do to get clients and succeed. Because yes, it's your passion, but you also want to succeed. And there's so there's so many courses. So I think just like taking the time to educate yourself on what would be beneficial and helpful instead of, yeah, maybe trendy options or people that are just throwing suggestions out there. Like, actually research. I know. You know. I know. It's tough. It's tough. It's also tough to, like, know which course would be best because, like, there's also this psychology behind who we follow and who we look up to. And it's like, you know, you think of the big names that are in education, like, I'm not going to drop any, but you know, we all know because we're yeah. all in different industries. There's all those people that are at the quote unquote top. Yes. Um, you know, I've heard good things about some of those people. And then I've heard other things that are like, they're just not giving enough 
or they're just like, you know, it's just fluff. But there's people who are like, oh my gosh, it's amazing, but that's because they think that person is amazing. Right. You know, so what's that this... one what's that one guy that has all the seminars and he's like a big hype man and has these crazy not Tony. Tony. Maybe Tony. Is there like a big famous guy that does like I kind of like self care and how to make the best out of what oh. you've got and like he has all these crazy seminars though. Uh, possibly. I don't. I, I see so many people. <laughs> I, I, see, I, I see so many people attending his seminars and it's just like about you and how to succeed and it's him. like crazy rave music and everyone's like you're amazing and like big things like yes. that. It's like oh my gosh. Well, A, he clearly knows how to market because those people yes. paid a lot of money to attend those things. Money, and yeah, yeah I forget, Tony Robin, Robinson? Robbins, I think. Robbins? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I know some people that have attended his stuff and I just, yeah, it's it's wild. It's yeah. Just, it's wild. Yeah. It, it really is. It's just, yeah, so there's that psychology behind that. Yeah. You know, and there's stuff that we go through, like, <laughs> I know something really big in the wedding industry is, like, price shoppers, like... Yeah. We're so annoyed that people are looking around, but if you look at the psychology behind it, it's all natural for us to do that. Like when we see something cool, what do we do? We get on Amazon usually. Right. <laughs> Which is bad and we're trying to buy local, but if we can find something on Amazon that's cheaper, that's why Amazon is so successful. Right. Because they've made it easy. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is they have one click purchase. I mean, how can you be? The Amazon Prime guy is literally at my house like every day. Like he knows <laughs> whenever Ben's driving, my husband Ben driving through the neighborhood and we're following behind a Prime truck, he's like, Well fuck, they're probably going to our house. <laughs> Just like, yeah, they probably are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, no I totally I totally agree with that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love <laughs> so McKenzie made a post yesterday about um well, like wedding season, so we're not in wedding season right now, but we just are in slash leaving engagement season and everyone's booking and reaching out and you made a comment about the dumpster fire that Facebook groups are and I died, I died laughing for one and I had a bride message me and she was like, what does that mean? Because she's not in the Facebook groups. And so oh, I was like, I know, I was she like, well, you're you. lucky for one. But so yes, for all creatives, I know everyone, well, if you know the Facebook groups, like just um, for vendors to either post like what they do and their pricing or if brides are like, oh, I need photography for this day or I need a wedding planner for this day, all wedding planners or all photographers could like comment with mm-hmm. their pricing and um, portfolio and websites and stuff like that. But sometimes there's like hundreds of replies. Like there is no easy way for a client or bride or whoever is looking to like weed through all those options it's insane usually it's not even vendors answering the question either they're just advertising for themselves and that was the disconnect like I've booked a lot of people in those groups I've booked a couple too yeah because you have to there's a game to it because if somebody says hey I would love I need I cannot find a location within an hour of Denver that has a mountain view it's usually like two hours and more can somebody help mm-hmm. me um, I have no vendors or whatever they just hint that they don't really have anybody helping them they're kind of just starting out on their journey I got that thread I booked that couple because there were like 90 comments on oh it. oh my god there's so okay many. it gives there me so much anxiety to look so many there. and all these people were just advertising themselves like everybody was like, oh, if you haven't had this, I have this. And instead I got on there and I got a little sassy because I just, they're dumpster fires. <laughs> they are, and I was they like, really are. I, I addressed her by her name and I go, I'm so sorry that no one's answering your question right now. Here's a like five locations I love within an hour of Denver that has a really great view. Let me know if you need a photographer because I got you, girl. 
oh, they were in my email maybe an hour later. And they're like, you're the only one I contacted because you're the only one who answered my <laughs> Who question. literally actually read my question yes! and gave me an answer. Yes! I, yeah, it's insane. And on, <laughs> on the flip side, I do respect new photographers or people that do have lower pricing for throwing themselves out there. Because there are a lot of people looking for vendors that... Like, I die inside when I see posts for, like, oh, looking for a photographer for $500 for my wedding. And that's <laughs> <laughs> nice, straight to the heart. Well, I just know, I mean, well, I mean, I don't do photography, but I just know how much goes into it and how, like, a full day alone, because mm-hmm. I do day of, so, like, just a full day. And then all the editing, and it's just, like, this is not enough. It's really not. But there are photographers that are newer that would easily do that to build portfolio. Exactly, and so yeah. I, it's kind of, I yeah. mean, good for them, good and bad, you know. Yeah. But it, I think it just depends on what you're looking for. But anyway, I just had to comment about the Facebook groups because they're seriously a, dump, a dumpster fire. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's definitely a payoff. Like, I know I get annoyed when, like, couples down there are like, we're not looking for this for not an arm and a leg. And I always comment budget question mark because, like, what's an arm and leg to you? Because that's probably not an arm and leg to the clients that I serve. And right. so when those beginner, like, vendors get on and they're like, oh, I can do this for, like, 30 bucks or whatever, it's it, like, makes me cringe. Yes. But I also have to think about, like, everyone starts somewhere. And if the payoff is for them to get this job and start advertising with it and then maybe attract more higher-paying clients and build yeah. that. Because I remember, oh, my gosh, sometimes those Facebook memories kill me. Oh, my God. Because they'll get on and be like, do. I did $30 mini sessions. <laughs> and I was so like, it's like, basically <laughs> buy me a coffee, essentially, yes. and I'll take your photos. Yes. yes. No, but I, I... <laughs> so I respect it, but I'm also like... But it's also crazy. I hope you keep going. Like, I hope you're progressing in some sort of fashion. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I, I did the same thing when I was starting out and making, you know, building my business. And I was yeah. like, like, I knew, I knew that I could do it. And I know, I knew that I had the capabilities and it would go somewhere and everything. But it, it was really hard to find couples that would be okay with me planning their wedding or doing day of coordinating or something with no experience like to yeah. show for and no yeah. portfolio to show for. So I would basically give away wedding Absolutely, planning yeah. and day of coordinating because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'm starting somewhere and I am not going to put myself up on this pedestal. Like I need to exactly. prove and show for what I can do. So yeah, I think like $400 and $500 and I would just be, you know, be their day of coordinating. And it was fine. Mm-hmm. Those weddings turned out perfect. And then those weddings turned into experience yeah. and content and photos to show and all that stuff so yeah I mean you have to start somewhere yeah exactly exactly which is good yes that is good and I I get annoyed with vendors who are like judgy of them like when they get not judgy but like they get in these groups and they're like why are you guys you guys are making the the industry so hard for all of us and it's like um that's not your clientele like they're advertising to people who can only afford $500. Is that the people you're serving? Right. Um, And then when you think about like us being entrepreneurs, we're not working for anybody that has already had a reputation. Like if we were to go work for like corporate Walmart, people would already trust us because we work for corporate Walmart who has been around forever. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're just coming out as ourselves and people are like, okay, like what do you have? So that's when you have to build that reputation and Mm -hmm. like... Start like, from somewhere. Yes, you don't yeah. have somebody already having this built-up reputation for you to just walk into. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard, and it's so hard to build. I mean, I love, I love just the whole women-owned business, women-owned business trending yeah. thing. Because yay for us. But yeah. <laughs> also, it's just like yeah, starting somewhere and building something for yourself and getting. That's why, like every little award or every little publication or having your freaking picture on E News, which big... Mackenzie also <laughs> did just have. 
So, okay. Oh <laughs> I'm going to get red. <laughs> no, okay, so, um, oh, who was that couple? What show? 90 Married Day Fiance? No. No, Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight. Karen okay. and Miles. Okay, yes. Mackenzie took their pictures. They came into town, and then that photo was on E! News. Yes, it was on E! News. And I was dying for her. I was like, oh my god, girlfriend, get it. But also, like, for you, that is such a huge accomplishment for you. Like, maybe... It felt really good. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, have you gotten any business from just people looking up your... Or just like, oh, I saw you on yeah. TV or whatever. Um, yeah, I've gotten a... It's been kind of weird because... You know, I put a lot of stuff online. I'm always on stories. Like, you know me. Yeah. That's how you and I met and we connected. Was yeah, I was like, Instagram. hey, I like Post Malone too. Yeah. <laughs> <Can> we just... <laughs> we bought it over Post Malone and now we here we are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've gotten some people who are like, yeah, I saw that you worked with Karen and Miles and Married at First Sight. Like, blah, blah. I get a lot of people in my messages. I've gotten people who actually, like, are in the area that Karen and Miles live in. Yeah. Down in New Orleans. And they're, like, starting up photography and they've come to me and they're like, I want to learn from you, and they've took, taken mentorships with me, so it's yeah. just like, it's like crazy, but yeah, I love Karen and Miles, they were here in Denver, and that whole thing, it's crazy what it snowballed into, because it was just me shooting my shot, I saw that Karen, I followed them on Instagram, saw that Karen was in Denver, and I was like, hey, should I do it? Just do it, just and do I'm it. And I'm one of those people that act a damn fool around anyone that has the least bit of clout, like, there's this local <laughs> band back from my hometown, Way Down Wanderers, and if they're listening, I love you, but like... <laughs> They're like they're getting big, but they're not like post Malone by any means. Sure. And I've gone to like tons of their shows. I've yeah. had tons of moments to meet them and take a picture of them. And I always you shit claim up out. and get weird. Yes. Yeah. They walked into this restaurant I was eating at one time, and I was like, Oh my god! I gotta and leave Alex right now. Like, I'm done. You have to chill out. You have to chill out. Just ignore them. Act like they're not here. And I was like, But they're right, like right there, right, right there. there. Yes. And okay, I, was I would like, fangirl out too yes, hard. Yes. I would be weird. I totally would. Do you know May May Parade? I would, yeah. Okay, I would, I, I would die yeah. every time. Okay, you know they came back for like a tour maybe eight years ago. I don't know. They did like a 10-year reunion, some kind of tour oh like five, gosh. six, seven years ago. And I went and it was like a really small theater, so they were just barely up there. But I was like, I was like dying. Like if I ran into one of them, I would, I'd probably faint. I don't <laughs> even know what I was yes, doing. I just love I them so much. That's how I am. I was very scared to do that around them because I went and picked them up. They so did you clean your up. car before? Yeah, I, t- I, mean, I, san- <laughs> I mean, it's COVID. I had to. Like, oh, I had to sanitize everything. And, and I, like, picked them up. And I just... I'd be so nervous. I just asked Sorry them. about my car. Sorry about everything. No. <laughs> they were great. They were so awesome. They're like, thank you for doing this with us. Like, we really wanted photos, and we didn't even think about it. But you reached out. We're like, hell, let's do it. And they were so cool. And... I just, I didn't act like damn fool, so, like, high five to me for that one. But. Yeah, I would have peed my pants for sure. Wait, when was this? I know the photo just, when was the actual shoot? You said during COVID. So, was it summer? No, it wasn't summertime. It was fall time. Gosh, when did we do that? So, it was kind of oh, recent. I had just landed in Denver from a trip. I remember being in the airport seeing her story, specifically. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like it might have been October. Okay. Ish. Oh wow. Yeah, it's pretty recent for sure. Yeah, yeah. So now we talk. Like I'm friends with our friends. They like messages. I don't know. They're just normal people though. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> they know. They're just on TV and like. Okay, that's also that would totally be me with anyone like Bachelor related. Like if I was to see like Ben Higgins walking down the street, I would probably trip over air and just beat beef it right there. But I would be so yeah. Yes. And now I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. I love it though. Yes, that is amazing <laughs> for Mackenzie. She is fantastic. Everyone go Google look up that photo. Yeah. <laughs> but on that note, I do want to say it's funny how well not funny amazing amazing for you. That is amazing for you. But people do look for like 
publications or features or like you got a lot of recognition because your photo was on there which is amazing as you should but it's just one of those things that people people also look for that mm-hmm. kind of thing you know yeah. so I don't know it's just it's it's a hard like it was I feel like it's a weird line between just doing what you loved for just doing how you love but then the, the more recognition that you get also and for those kinds of things people look for that like mm-hmm. awards and you know yeah that kind of it stuff. adds reputation and trust so, just wanting to comment or ask a little bit about because I know if anyone who knows Mackenzie just follows her like she's really real everything that she says and she's down <laughs> to earth and just her personality comes through a lot not that you're not professional because you are but you definitely like are transparent with your couples and have and that's how I am too I probably lack a little professionalism it could probably be a little bit more <laughs> no 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 but no. where where do you think about the fine line with that like I guess with any mm. with any wedding vendor wanting to get to know your couple like too much professionalism a little less personal or Mm -hmm. more personal maybe a little less corporate-y or like what do you where do you think the fine line with that is I love this question I know because I I love it I am not very professional just if anyone who knows sorry for everyone but I'm not really that way I'm very personal and I feel like all of the brides that I have all my couples come to me and they just know that we would be good friends Mm -hmm. like we have plans to go to country concerts Mm -hmm. together when COVID's over and we just connect yeah on a level because I'm really personal and really real and everything Mm -hmm. that I say and 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 just do and post and all those things so I feel like that has benefited me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah thoughts thoughts on that that that. so professionalism is no longer like us wearing suits and walking around in high heels and being like I will get back to you by Thursday like it's not like let's be honest I'm gonna forget no I'm kidding (laughs) professionalism is no longer this corporate idea of what professional is like Mm -hmm. you and I both are covered in tattoos I have fucking purple hair I have a nose ring like and I run a very successful business (laughs) I I tried it once and it faded so quick it's upkeep though it's worth it um but all professional means everything that you should focus like am I professional or not is do you keep your promises so if you tell a couple you're going to take care of them are you taking care of them because you and I have a very similar brand meaning like we do keep it real with our couples we're friends with our couples afterwards like we naturally come to that and we both have very natural personalities like that where we're just Mm -hmm. personable but that doesn't mean we're not professional by any means like on my website if you go to my website I say I say I cuss all over it but it's not like I'm going to be at the wedding being like Get the fuck over here, Grandma. Time for family photos. Like, I'm oh not going to do would that. Die. Yes. So it's just professionalism is how much you can keep your promises. And that's why yes. I'm able to do what I do on Instagram. And But it's also up to the brand. So, like, I don't serve a luxury market. I no. don't. See, and I don't either. Yeah, I don't think I ever will. That's just not my taste. That's not something I yeah. see myself getting into. I feel that. Um, I yeah, it's more of a laid-back experience when the luxury market is a little bit more type A people, which is totally fine, just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to think about that sense, too. But um, what I mean is, like, luxury branding is going to... Luxury brands are a little bit more uptight and, like, want all their ducks in a row. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't say fuck once in a while. Yeah. Like, it's all about how you brand yourself and how you come off because I can get on my story all day and show it's real, but 
I'm not getting on there like talking about how me and my partner got into a fight today or something like that. Like there's like a hard line that I straddle like. Sure. And when people meet Alex, my partner, they're like, I already feel like I know you. And he's like, I get that all the time from everyone that I meet from your community because I'm on your story. You talk about us all the time. Yes. <laughs> so there's, there's, that's there's true. a line. That's true. I don't put my kids or my husband on there necessarily. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll take a picture of something personal that's not wedding related every once in a while and throw it on there. But for the most part anything that's real is is just about me yeah. that I share and not not like my kids threw spaghetti in my face today yeah. would you guys like to see like I, I wouldn't I mean as much as that would be funny that would be funny, that would be funny. <laughs> but, no. but yeah I think I think that's right I think that's true I think it's about the follow-through mm-hmm. and I have days you know I have days like that like weeks you know this week for example was I had a couple spring wedding postponements and that's fine understandably mm-hmm. the world is what it is but it was mm-hmm. just a crazier week so it took a lot longer to get back to some people and their emails because it was just one of those weeks mm-hmm. and you know I had some of my brides follow up with me and they were like hey just following up for and it's like for one sorry that I haven't gotten back to you life has been a dumpster fire this mm-hmm. week but also thanks for the follow-up they they know me because they chose me to help them they know that I have twins they know that mm-hmm. my days are psychotic they know that maybe they need to just remind me but it's absolutely fine. It doesn't mean that I'm going to drop the ball yeah. when they remind me. I'm going to help them as soon. And I'm going to be like, oh, my God, thanks. Thanks for the reminder. My head, I'm like a chicken with my head cut off a yeah. lot of the time, you know. And I think it is just about personality and finding people that are right for you, that are mm-hmm. a fit for you. Because mm-hmm. you're not for everyone. Exactly. That's a big thing. That's a hard thing. Sometimes exactly. we hear no. And that's Sometimes okay. people hear no, and that's okay. And most times it's a blessing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. And, you know, when you nail that branding, like, have such a strong branding, like, you and I, do, I feel like you and I have very strong brands, and that's why we do get the people that we end up going to concerts with, we go, go on hikes with, like, we can call because we now have a friendship with them um, because pe- like-minded people attract each other. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that your brides follow up with you once in a while, that's not a bad thing. Because they know that sometimes they need to be poked and prodded. So they're like, oh, maybe Kelsey just, like, got busy with something. And they yes. Said, you know, so, like, yes. like-minded people. <clears throat> and that's where, you know, I think a lot of brands go wrong because they start out with this brand of being like, oh, I am your, I am your, um, you know, your professional third wheel. And I'm your biggest cheerleader. And then they book them because they think they're going to get this amazing experience with, like, a lot of encouragement. And they just fall off the face of the earth. Yes. And so then there's that disconnect. While you and I are true to our personality through and through, because it's easy to be yourself rather than be somebody yes. that you're not with your brand. Because we are our brand. So. Yes, exactly. And that's very true. And I think that's a good point. Like, they know that I need the reminders here and there, because I'm not perfect, but also just who I am and the personalities that we form together. Mm-hmm. And I do the same with them. Sometimes I send exactly. the same email a couple times and be like, hey, mm-hmm. just checking in. Did you see this? You know? I mean, everyone needs that. Yeah. Okay, and I also got a question <clears throat> asked about um, that someone wanted to hear talked about on the podcast. Um, so oh. how how do you stay true to your passion in times of uncertainty, aka COVID, and the world that we're in right now? Someone asked that. I would love to just talk about it. I was thinking about it a little bit before we started this, and I think for me... Well, I'm an Enneagram too, and I love helping people, and gift giving is my love language, so I'm just all about giving shit to people all the time. So I think knowing that I can help people and do, even if it's just something for one person, getting to help people keeps me going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on a 
less amazing note, just knowing that I have bills to pay and that life needs to go on helps me keep going. And loving what I do helps me keep going. I mean, I never have a day where I'm like, wow, I really just don't like this anymore. So I really, you know, knowing that I love it, knowing that I'm helping people, knowing that my family depends on it, Mm -hmm. all of those things do, because this is kind of a depressing time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have good days and bad days, but ultimately, like, we can't go out to eat anymore. We can't go to concerts. We can't go to movie theaters. Although I will say I saw a movie ad on TV last night, like, released to theater in January, and I was like, wait, are movie theaters open? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Where are they going to put that? Okay, so that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um... But yeah, what do you think about... I think that's a very loaded question. That could be literally a whole podcast, and I'm happy to come back and do it more in depth if you want. But... (laughs) It's a a super loaded question. Um, I think that's part of being an entrepreneur, is knowing that at the end of the day, you have to make things work. So, like, when COVID really hit last March, like, really hard, and everyone, like, that first week in March when everybody was just like, I have to postpone, all the event spaces closed down, mm-hmm. and we were all crazy running around our head pillow, I cried tons. Because yeah. I was just like, what am I going to do? What is happening? And I am not, I'm kind of irrational when it comes to my feelings. Like, I'm very um, empathetic. And yes. very, I feel I a that. lot. And sometimes it's hard for me to think logically and rationally in times of crisis. And that's where my partner Alex comes in. He's very logical and rational and an engineer like yep. we're completely opposite okay so that's my husband too Which he's is an engineer a tech engineer oh, for yes. computers so oh, he's the same yeah. he's like it's really not the end of the world and i'm like no but it yes. is <laughs> yeah and i think even if if you know we didn't have those partners with our entrepreneur minds we have to be honest with ourselves like how can we keep this going so like in yes. march when i freaked out had a moment. I was still a university professor in March, so I was dealing with transferring my class online, which was Ugh. I taught art. I Lord bless all the teachers that. right yes. now. Um, and then I had to deal with all of these postponement of events and loss of income, basically six months of income down the drain because in Illinois elopements aren't a thing, and I still lived in Illinois. So everybody was postponing. It was crazy time, and I cried a lot, got all my feelings out. I took time to feel it, but then I started doing Instacart you know, where you deliver groceries. I'm like, what can I pick up that's easy and I can just start doing? And I, you know, you don't make a lot of money from that unless you're doing it like eight hours a day. Right. But I would do it. Exactly. I would do it enough where it paid for our groceries for that week plus some bills. So what can you do? Sometimes you have to do that. You have to do what's good for you. Sometimes you have to, you know, I didn't lose my passion just because I started Instacart. Like I didn't stop doing photography. I just... I knew that right now, what came first were priorities, and my priorities were, fuck, how the fuck am I going to pay my bills? Like, yep. So yep. sometimes you just have to keep going, and right now with COVID, it's a really special, like, it's not just, oh, I've lost sight of my passion. It's, fuck, I can't do my passion because all the events are being shut down. We're event professionals. Yeah. And so how can we make ends meet? Because me and Alex, we're not engaged. We're not married. We're... We have separate bank accounts. Yeah. None of that. He's responsible for, for his half. We're glorified roommates. You know, like, yeah. we're together. Yep. But, like, we're roommates. We <laughs> yeah, split all the separate. bills. Mm-hmm. Everything is separate. So, like, how can I make ends meet on mine? I didn't lean on him financially at all during this time. Right. Because you had to, I had to sit down and just, okay, what can I do? Mm-hmm. How can I, you know, with all the free time, I wrote a ton of blogs, a ton of content. You know, yeah. realigned my brand so it was more clear. I mean, 
what are some things that you've been putting off that you can still work on, but what are other ways you can make money to make ends meet? Because that's yeah. reality. You can't just, a starting artist is just a romantic idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's not actually fun to not, be a starting Not great. Artist. It's not actually a good time. I would say that's true. When COVID <laughs> happened, I did the same thing. I had so many house projects. Like when we had the lockdown for three weeks, whatever, last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to paint this dresser. I have so many things that I'm going to do. I did not paint the dresser. Fun fact. It's still, I did, one, I did one stripe of it and then put it in the closet so I didn't have to look at it anymore. But, but yeah, just I spent that time networking a lot. So a lot of the frienders that I have and just best friends that I have now in the industry, I, I spent a lot of time like looking, looking at the industry and what I wanted to do, what niche I wanted to be in, who, you know, who I loved and their work I was just obsessed with and all the things that they did. And I just reached out and made connections. And now I have really good friends, but I did a lot of networking and marketing during that time. And I was like, okay, well, I can't actually do weddings right now but I can still do things for me and for my business and stuff that I know will like benefit me mm-hmm. in the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and having someone to lean on I mean yeah you and Alex are opposite so, so are my husband and I were like polar opposites like <laughs> like vanilla chocolate like yes. total opposites and but I mean we had each other and we were stuck here together and we you know leaning yeah. on someone too yeah I don't think there's any shame in like putting your passion like to the side, not on a back burner, just to the side and making sure that your ends are met with financials. Like having a nine to five is not shameful. Having a side gig is not shameful. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs or anybody in the industry or entrepreneurs themselves like feel like it is because people don't take non-full-time entrepreneurs seriously. And it's a shame because you can be multifaceted, especially in this world that we live in right now where education is on YouTube. There's affordable education courses where you no longer have to go to a university to be successful. Like, that's not a thing anymore. It used to be so dependent on that piece of paper. Right. And now it's not. Me after getting two degrees. (laughs) (laughs) I know. No, I mean, I didn't finish college. I went a few times and dropped out every time, and I was like, yeah, no. Because it's not for everybody. No. And it's not necessary now in this time. It's not. Yeah. I'm the first. First, it's I. I told that to my students. I'm like, hey, if this isn't your passion to do what you're, <laughs> don't bye bye. Yeah, stop doing it because yeah. you're so young still. And you know, like I had a whole like day unit where I went over like how to really hone in on your passion if this truly isn't it. Because a lot of people go to school under yeah. pressure from their family. Exhibit A. Yes. So yes. No, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. I think, yeah, and I think those are really good answers. And I also think we could totally do a whole podcast on just pursuing your passion. Uh-huh. But I think that's good. I think just just keep going. Just keep swimming. You yeah. know, just keep And swimming. cry sometimes because, you know, you can yeah. be, you're always a bad bitch, but sometimes a sad bitch, and that's okay. Yeah, and drink sometimes, too. I drink a lot yes. of wine. Yes, yeah, yeah, too. wine is great. Wine is good. It wine helps. Is. Yeah, and crying it out. Sometimes you just need you just need to cry it out. Sometimes yep. I have days where like I don't even know why I'm sad. I'm just sad, mm-hmm. and then the day ends and it's fine. Then I wake up the next day and it's it's okay. Yeah, and it's just fine. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness, so much information. Look at us go. <laughs> Anything else you want to throw in there? I don't think you so. Say? Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think we nailed it. <laughs> That was a lot of topics. <laughs> this was a lot of topics. Topics snowball for sure. Yes. It's so hard to like pick one topic. It's more of like I just want to talk to one person and let's just go back and forth on yep. everything. Yes. I love it. 
Okay, well, thanks, Mackenzie, for joining us, and we'll put out, I feel like I want to put out a question box after each episode and see if anyone has, like, follow-up questions based on anything that we talked about, so then, like, you know, we can do a second. So I'll do that, and if you have any questions for Mackenzie or myself or any of the topics that we talked about, you can let me know, but thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.